Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Alberto Moreno and the left foot shank redemption by Carl Kalpak. The last five minutes of Liverpool's encounter with West Brom may well have been the strangest of our season. I've never been a fan of sending goalkeepers up in the dying seconds of the game, not because I'm against fun or anything like that, but because it hardly ever works. People may remember Jimmy Glass and his incredible goal to keep Carlisle United in the Football League back in 1999, but it's not easy to think of a second case. What was unusual about Ben Foster marauding up the pitch was the fact that he did it twice. Normally common sense gains control of a team have got away with it once, but there was Ben, looking like he was playing a game to which he hadn't been invited, waiting to cause a bit of late mayhem when the next high ball came in. I learnt afterwards that this sudden desire for the Albion keeper to become an emergency number 9 was also news to his manager. Tony Pulis told the press that he too doesn't like to see keepers move up the pitch, but as he'd never shared that view with Foster, he could hardly chastise him for it. He added, he knows now, with a disconcertingly passive-aggressive smile reminiscent of despotic emperors. Of course, from a red perspective, Ben Foster is of little relevance. This is all about Alberto Moreno. I was at the game yesterday, low down in the stand behind the goal, so was at eye level with the Spaniard as he ate up the yards between us. You know what happened next. He ignored Sturridge and Chan and went for glory, screwing it across the face of the goal and out for a goal kick. My first emotion was one of dismay, but that only lasted a few seconds before an all-encompassing fury took over. Why didn't he pass it to Sturridge? Why not put Emery in? We win 2-0 and the points are ours. Of course, it wasn't until I returned home and watched the replay that I saw Sturridge was offside. I mean, okay, he was onside while in his own half and Moreno could have stuck him in, but I can't blame the lad for having a go. What I can blame him for is having the freshest legs on the pitch and missing an open goal. True, he had an Albion lad to contend with, but surely he can kick a ball into an area measuring 8 yards from end to end. The chance of missing the goal increase if you aim for a corner, but he didn't have to do that. He could have aimed down the middle and let fate decide. Maybe he did. Jesus, that would make it worse. This fury, and I have to shout at this point, was not because it was specifically Alberto Moreno, though I'm usually happier when he's not on the pitch, but because of what his team had gone through in normal time to get us there. Emery Chan has given his knees and shins for Liverpool over the past few weeks, Lucas was magnificent in both boxes, and Ginny Wanalem is easily a player of the season candidate. Those lads gave their all. 
When we travelled home from a deserted Birmingham city centre where we'd sought post-game refreshment only to find it looking like the first 10 minutes of 28 days later, we discussed a man of the match. I cheated and gave it to all three midfielders. They gave everything and went through hell to hold on to that lead. Then Moreno came on and did that. Had West Brom managed an equaliser, he would have been sat in front of the coach going home, his gaze fixed only on the road in front of him, as making eye contact with anyone would only cause further rancour. I had no idea that Klopp defended his player afterwards and pointed to his plus points and a good week at Melwood. Fair enough. What else could he say after all? A quick glance at my Twitter feed later told me that the majority of people were alright over Albi and his shot. We won after all, and it's not as if he's going to play much, so... I was a little stunned by this. I was happy to concede that Sturridge was offside. That's big of you, Carl. As I couldn't really tell from my spot in the stand, but could live with it. I wasn't happy with him missing an open goal, but we could all get on. As Christopher Montesanti says in The Sopranos, I take a licking, we keep on ticking. Debate is healthy, and I had some interesting discussions about the situation. We all win. And then I saw this. This collection of words which make me furious, incandescent, sinew-stretching anger. They weren't addressed to me, so I'm not picking a fight without offering a right of reply to half a dozen people I engage with about this. No, it was sent to another mate, and it was this. I hope that shuts up these so-called experts and bloggers who think they know more than Klopp. I swore loudly at an empty room. As a Liverpool fan, I'm aware that my frustration or joy matters little in the grand scheme of things, and I can't change a thing about anything at L4. I also accept that if you put your thoughts on a screen, you're asking for trouble. You have to have a thick skin to do this sort of thing. That's fine. But that term, so-called experts, Jesus, I want to fight a continent every time I read it. No one is calling themselves an expert each time they express a view. They're just saying what's on their minds. But it's more than that. It's the inference that their view or repudiation of others is somehow more valid because they're sniffy about Liverpool fans writing about Liverpool. It's usually followed up by this gem, so-called fans. Lord, take me now. That usually occurs when someone has the temerity to criticise the club or point out, for instance, that Alberto Moreno fucked up yesterday. Again, the implication that these people are not real fans like them and their mates, or that the scale of their love for the club far exceeds your own. Can we just get something straight? Maybe engrave it on a wall somewhere or something. People who write articles aren't always saying, I'm right and you're a dickhead if you disagree. They're just stating a view and putting it out there, same as they are. We're all equal in this regard. Also, if you think that the manager has got something wrong, and Jurgen Klopp does get the odd thing wrong, I've just checked outside for thunderbolts and biblical hands appearing from behind the clouds to point at my throat, you're not denigrating the man, or suggesting that you'd be a better Liverpool boss, or know more about football management. You're just stating a view. So when people, and I was one, vilify Moreno while his manager played it down and protected him, it's nothing more than an emotional fan expressing an opinion, regardless of how insignificant it is in the grand scheme of things. I just wish we'd stop the fucking level of zealotry that exists in our fan base. You're not better than anyone else, and neither are us poor sots who try to cajole you into seeing our point. We're just different pairs of eyes, watching the same thing, and coming up with different conclusions. Ah well, we won and that makes us all very happy. There's plenty to be happy about at the moment. The Reds are digging in, and digging in, and for me, 
the last six points are just as much of an achievement as the wins against the bigger teams, more so in some regards as it's a skill we've lacked in previous campaigns. But pointing out that a trained elite footballer should put a ball between two unguard sticks is not heresy. I'll just say that. Palace next. The third in a series of Liverpool versus Yard Dog Manager. Dig further, Reds. Dig further. There's a scary amount of crossover between my piece and Carl's piece uh, today. Um, very interesting that both of us chose to look at that Alberto Moreno incident and Klopp's view of it and how we both felt about it in comparison to Klopp. Interestingly, we both seem to agree as well that it's um, <laughs> very much our entitlement to be pissy with Moreno and uh, still not be necessarily leading the uh, pitchfork and torch brigade around the Klopp's gaff saying, um, hey, you got it wrong, Jürgen. I mean, there's a lot of wisdom in what Carl's saying here, and I just wish that some people would read this and take it on board. But of course, the kind of people that Carl's talking about are the kind of people who probably won't get further than the opening sentence or even the title. Um, if I had a penny for every person that's responded to the title only of something that I've written, I'd have at least 1,047 pennies, I think, in my possession at the moment, which would buy me and Carl a pint, and we could... Uh, <laughs> commiserate and let people uh, respond to the things that you write and say. I do also agree with this idea that he's trying to put across here that I think obviously there are there's a variety of people. I mentioned Duncan Castles in my piece who is clearly a mouthpiece for a manager. It's it's terrifying um, to see the level of obsequiousness in that guy. And you do also then have bloggers and, and, and um, regular writers in prominent places and prominent websites who have very much agenda-driven uh, stuff going on. And that's fair enough, fine. But if you can't see that, I mean, God love you. Um, but there are people who try to be balanced. Carl uh, Kalbach's one of those guys. I try to be one of those guys. There are a lot of people out there who try to do the same. And when you then are faced with a barrage of nonsense, people not even listening to what you're saying, um, they can't even see that in the following paragraph you've qualified what you said in the one before it. I don't know. It kind of can get you down a little bit. But um, as Carl says in the last couple of paragraphs, it's time to dig in. And we are digging in. And the Reds are doing us proud at the moment. We have Big Sam next. It would be a delightful hat-trick to have Hughes, Pulis and Big Sam uh, in a bag marked We Beat You. Um that would be fantastic. Maybe another set-piece victory. Oh, I'd love that. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter, at AI Audible, and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.